Hi, I'm David Yaz with the Boston Podcast Network. I'm here today with attorneys Russell Schwartz and Nick Plant of Worcester's leading family law firm, Schwartz & Plant. So today the topic is family law during a pandemic. Needless to say, this is on everyone's mind. And the first thing I noticed, gentlemen, is you're not exactly dressed for court today, are you? Nick? Although we sort of are dressed for COVID court oh. now and sort of the ways that we do it. In fact, I'm dressed like this more often than not when I do court because we're utilizing technology um, to do court. Uh, we're not going in person to court, but we're using a variety of different technological platforms to do court from the safety of people's homes and from the um, safety of our office. Courts continue to be closed uh, across the board, only open for virtual hearings? or uh, So they are, I would say courts are open. Yep. Um, almost all of it is being done virtually Perfect. through Zoom and telephonic hearings. There are a few limited matters where we are doing in-person court appearances, but those in-person court appearances are limited in number. People are wearing masks. There's requirements for social distancing in the courthouse. All of the things uh, that the CDC advises us to do, we're doing both here in the office and also with respect to uh, the court building. And I would tell you, David, with this COVID casual appearance and this technological advance that we are now implementing in our firm, we're finding that the process of meeting with clients uh, is much more efficient uh, we take clients all over the state. So in the old days, we would head down to Nantucket to meet with a client or to Middlesex uh, and Cambridge to meet with a client or they come up here to meet with us. Today, it's one click away and saving our clients a tremendous amount of money, uh, causing interaction between uh, attorney and clients to be much more efficient. And to some extent, it's really been beneficial to our clients. Now, I'll, I'll address this so there's no confusion. I may be six feet away from you guys, but you're a little closer than that. Care to explain? Yeah, I'll, let me see if I can take a stab at it. So Nick and I work fairly closely together in a lot of cases. We're often um, being called upon to meet with clients, to be in the same room with them. Um, we take this very, very seriously. Uh, we're both tested often, and we keep uh, a regular kind of protocol with respect to how close we are that is different than everybody else in the law firm. Um, we, are, we take it very, very seriously. If a client wants to come in, and we generally recommend that they do not come in, that we have these video conferences, uh, if a client insists, we will come in, we will, be, uh, we will social distance, uh, we will clean the room before, during and after the meeting. Every client that comes into our office has to wear a mask. We, we have masks that we give out, brand new masks. And as a result, uh, if they choose to come in, they're welcome to do so. They're the client, they're in charge, and their well-being is important to us. But our well-being is, is equally as important to us. So, Nick, let me ask you this one. When the pandemic hit, a lot of your business practices, as you both talked about, changed. Will some of these changes continue even perhaps even years into the future? I, I think so. We've already gotten some signals in the form of letters from the various chiefs of the, uh, of the court system telling us that they expect that we're not ever going to go back to the way it was. Mm. That we've learned that we can make court accessible and also effective by doing it remotely. There are a number of other states that do a lot of remote court. So um, electronic filing, I think, is here to stay. I think a lot of electronic court appearances so that people don't have to give up a day's work. Worcester County, for example, is a very, very big county. There are some people who have to commute an hour to get to court for what might be a five or 10 minute somewhat perfunctory court experience. So um, I think that the court has recognized that this has given them the opportunity to, to uh, to, to change and to modernize, and so they're doing it. Luckily for us, the technology was already embedded here. We've always been technologically advanced, I think, in our field. We've used Zoom before the pandemic. We used the telephone. We used email. We used all of the methods that, that I think are now 
commonplace we have been using for some period of time to help make it more accessible for our clients. And with that comes the technology that we're now advancing, electronic documentation, electronic record keeping, electronic scanning, Email electronic service. All of these things previously in place, we felt that at some point we were going to go exclusively to them uh, around March of this year we did. March of 2020 is when we flipped the switch and we went completely virtual. Think about how effective uh, this process is now. In the old days, we would, uh, we're required to have four-way meetings oftentimes before a pretrial hearing. That means that if, if there are uh, uh, four parties involved, lawyer for husband, lawyer for wife, they all have to go to one location and they have to travel there. And it's not so easy to accommodate everyone's schedule. Today, it's a matter of flipping a switch, hitting a button, and everybody coming on Zoom. How do we share documents today? Well, in the old days, we would email back and forth. We'd put them up on a, uh, on a screen and try to you know, separately uh, match documents. Today, it's a matter of putting, collaborating and putting a document up on one screen that everybody sees that's shared, avoiding a lot of inefficiency and making the process, to some extent, a little bit cheaper. It sounds like... Oh, I think much cheaper. It also sounds like maybe if people are intimidated by the idea of coming to see a lawyer about their divorce, making that first step, maybe now that everyone's on Zoom, there's something a little less daunting about it. I think it's a fair point. Look at us today. Yeah. We're not dressed in suits. Um, oftentimes when we appear before a judge, we'll be wearing an appropriate attire that will either be a suit, tie, uh, jacket. Uh, um, you know, so in that circumstance, we're always appropriately dressed and professionally dressed. But when we're meeting with clients, I don't think there's anything wrong today with wearing what we would ordinarily wear on a casual day. Or to hear us tell our children to give us a minute, we're on a Zoom, which I think every client has at least appreciated the few times it's happened to me when I've worked from home, especially at the start of the pandemic. Yes. Well, I admire your COVID casual outfits. They're, they're quite snappy. I'm a little jealous myself. I have to get into some casuals myself. But thanks for telling us this, because these are very interesting aspects as to how law continues to march on at your firm at Schwartz and Plant and how life has changed for the better, perhaps. Thanks for listening to today's discussion. For more information on this topic and all topics surrounding family law, and to follow up with attorney Schwartz and Plant, please visit the website at schwartzplant.com. And thanks for watching.